Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast with your league commissioners, David, Jonathan, and Stewart. Good evening. We are into <laughs> hour number two. <laughs> Stuart with the, uh, the intro. Strong. I stole I stole it from him, and he he wasn't ready for it. You kind of scared your, me. <laughs> I, I am your host, Stuart, and with me is Jonathan and David. You're much Cuban. better at it than I am, so well, you should do you. it every time. Thank you. That's beautiful. Well, you introed us, so... What are we talking about tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what a great host. I got the board behind me. I don't have eyes in the back of my head, boys. Uh, you could have fooled me. Okay, well, um, this episode is going to be Power Rankings and Picks of the Week. So we're going to do Week 5 Power Rankings and Picks of the Week with the matchup for Week 5, which I have yet to look at. So this will be fun. But let's kick it off with... Power Rankings. Gosh, I love that drop amazing it's beautiful so i'm gonna run through these quickly and then uh we'll go <laughs> go through some comments here um leading the uh field once again david senior number one last week number one this week Consens- um, like all of us picked him no there actually has mm. been some movement um only one of us had him number one actually um number two cumulative ranking jackson jackson was also number two last week i know that was a uh, hotly debated i think there's some uh, more reasoning that <laughs> More explaining that needs to occur, especially after last week's conversation. Um, Lewis moved up from four to three this week, so he's one of the movers. Um, and Joey's one of the fallers as he falls to number four. Um, and then Mike Staffel is the biggest mover on the week. He jumps up two spots to number five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, I fell to number six. Uh, Ryan fell to number seven. And then 8 through 12 actually remain the same, and that would be Stuart, Mike, Searles, Preston, Daniel, and Jonathan. So let's start at the top, guys. Um, number one last week was a, was a debate. Um, cumulative rankings between Jackson and Senior. Um, our la- rankings last week, Jonathan and I both had Senior number one. Uh, you had Jackson number one last week, Stuart. That's right. Um, this week, after Jonathan... After he lost. Yes, after he lost, <clears throat> correct. Yep. Um, I think you started to backtrack off of that in the episode. Yeah. Um, but that's what y'all, we had. Y'all made some good points. Pre-episode. Um, and so you've actually moved my dad down this week to number three. That's right. You, Jonathan, you have my dad one, so yep. you're holding him there. Yep. I've actually flipped Jackson and my dad, so I have Jackson one, my dad two. Well, maybe I had some influence on you after all. So you're the biggest drop on Senior. Why is that? He's our number one, cumulatively. Yeah, um... Again, I think he didn't have a great week this last week. Um, second lowest score. Yeah. I can. Uh, he would have been the second highest score had he started Jordan Howard over Scary Terry. Just that one move would have changed it, And it everything. was a low-scoring week, I mean, as a it whole. It was, yeah, um, it was. And it was actually the, the standard deviation, um, the gap between teams there. Um, I think your lowest score was 110 and your highest was 150. So it was like a 40 point gap between all the teams, which is actually also lower. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I know we're, we'll be saying things like he scored a little, a fewer points, but I think that was collectively as a whole for the league, kind of a theme last week. Yeah. So I didn't, so for that reason, for my rankings, I didn't put too much stock and he scored the highest. It, it was a factor. 
I will probably reference it in some of my rankings. Yeah. Uh, but no, no doubt about it. It was a bad week for my dad. Second lowest score. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was definitely part of my thought process. Um, and I, I have, I have a new number one. Yeah. That, that I, I didn't mention it. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, when we shared this a little earlier in the evening, uh, pre, uh, recording, <laughs> Um, I got some laughs. And I some asked if jeers. you were sure. Yeah, asked, yeah. That you wanted to sure? Preston number Some one. of us call this an overcorrection, <laughs> but go on. So there's no correction. Big Poppy. Mm-hmm. It's not just because he beat me. He is sitting at four and zero in the league. Mm-hmm. One of two yes. undefeated teams. Four and zero in the league, and he had the highest score of the week. Right. Yep. I get that it was a lower scoring week, but he still had the highest score. So, um, and. I don't even know that there was anyone even really close to him. Uh, I guess Mike was. Yeah, Mike was Mike fairly Stavel close. Was up there. Um, so for that reason and that reason alone, Big Poppy deserved the number one spot this week, being four and zero in our league, having the highest score week four. Why in the world are we putting him down at four and five and wherever else so, we've had him? So he <clears> deserves to be number one in my I'd, book. I'd like to jump in here. Yeah, I had Lewis at four last week. I moved him up to three this week. Um, and that's only because I have senior one and Joey two. Joey, you mentioned that Lewis is four and Joey's the other four and team. Where do you have Joey at? Eight. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> number four. Four. Number four. Yeah. So again, I put stock there. Uh, we talk about, if you want to talk about the points that could have been scored and and this goes to the team management, right? But we talked about this on the last episode. Joey left Chris Godwin on his bench with 38.2. And uh, and had DJ Chark in with uh, thirty. Oh, sorry, with six points. It's a thirty-two point difference. Uh, Joey's the high score on the week if he does that. Yeah, I. But he, he didn't do that. No, and you're he, right. And he barely won. Did did yeah. Lewis did Lewis have anything on his bench anywhere close to that? I'm I'm saying. So your argument that you made for Lewis being number one, I feel like holds for um, Joey as well. And you have Joey at number four. Right. <laughs> That's where I'm confused. Joey Joey wasn't that far behind on points for the week. I think he had 149. Big Poppy had 157. Yeah. If you actually look on the season, Joey has more points, I think. Let me get, double check yeah. that. Explain why you don't like Joey's team. That's I really know. what this I is. I stand corrected. Uh, Lewis has 659 on the year, and Joey has 653. See, there so, we go. So <laughs> that's You're, a four, you're that's making a, my point. Yes, so Joey, <laughs> bump him down three spots. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I think... Uh, there were some talks last week about Joey and his team and um, the issues with Saquon and what is what does that do to his team and that kind of thing, right? So um, you're right. So he's undefeated. Yes, he <laughs> he barely won this week, mm-hmm. um, and so I didn't feel like he deserved to to go up anymore. Um, so I put I. I <laughs> I'd say the biggest ding against Joey is mismanagement. It's not about what he's got on his team. So he it's left... more personal with Joey than... <laughs> <laughs> apparently, because he's got all the talent in the world on his team. Saquon apparently might be coming back. Rumors are he could come back as soon as this week. I, don't I think heard he will. that he was running routes all week in practice. I think he's been ruled out. Yeah, so more than likely, probably not till week six. But, I mean, the guy's superhuman. And that's a shorter injury window than I think we all thought, or it's at the very front end of it. 
And I I don't know. I just I think you're I think you're too low on Joey. And I think probably that, probably I think that I would have bumped. I was going to bump. I was ready to bump Joey down. Yeah, but then he yeah. wouldn't beat Ryan. I I had Ryan beating Joey, and Ryan still couldn't do it so with you Joey's. Held Joey at two. Yeah. Stewart and I actually had Joey three last week. We both bumped him down to four. Oh yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Explain David? that. Oh it's, my gosh. I, explain Listen, it. I have Lewis three. So okay. I feel Lewis and Joey. We talked about this tier. I think can we all agree? Yeah. Top four. One is two in, tier. One two and yeah. three. I think there's a sub-tier within that of my dad and Jackson and then Lewis and Joey. I know the records say otherwise, but if you look at the collective, their teams collectively on the year, I know my dad had a poor showing this week um, with the second lowest score. He was uh, able to face the lowest scoring team, um, which is very nice uh, when that happens. Um, And so I moved my dad down for that reason. He's number two. He still scored more points than both Joey and Preston on the year. Um, and I think when you look at his projected points, I know that doesn't mean everything. He's always number one on the week, but I think that speaks to the firepower that we've talked about for his team. Um, I think he has a really good team. He could easily be undefeated. Yeah. Same with Jackson. Jackson would be undefeated if he didn't play my dad and he didn't score 210 points, right? Right. And so I feel like those two, I have them one and two. I've been consistent with them on one and two. I've explained why I have them one and two. It's the Lewis versus Joey. For you, Stuart, you had, last week, you had Joey three, Lewis four. You moved Lewis all the way up from four to one, and you actually bumped Joey down because of moving Lewis up. And they really almost did the same thing last week. If you look at them on the whole for the year, they're, they've scored relatively similar points. Six points is their difference on the year. And I realize they're, you know, we can talk about who's sat who. Joey's had more points on his bench throughout the year, too. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think where it comes down to is, um, my years of experience doing power <laughs> rankings and there, there's an I always ex- fall back on that. There's an way. expertise, yeah. uh, to this process that, I mean, n- this is not meant to be offensive, but you guys don't really know what you're doing with the power <laughs> rankings. This is new for you. You've never done it before, but I've been doing it for years. And so, um, I know how it works. I know when, Strike when the iron's hot is what my granddad used to say. Um, and so Big Poppy is hot, right? So he came up with that saying. So right, he yeah. did. Okay. And so, um, you know, in all honesty, let's be real. I'm just, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. So, hey, I hear you and that's what we did. Yeah, I mixed it up. Yeah, I, thought I, think, Poppy I, deserved, I thought Poppy deserved it this week. So yeah. the one actually ranking I haven't talked about that is the biggest in this top tier is... You know, we're talking about you have Joey at two, Jonathan, we have him at four. That's a difference at two spots here. Jackson is the biggest, right? And so I have Jackson at number one. You have Jackson Stewart at number two. Jonathan, you have him at four. Yeah, I was. I, I, you had him at three last week. I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned with Jackson's team. I, Jackson's team is great. Again, we're splitting hairs here. Um, he showed some weakness against Daniel. I honestly think Daniel should have won. Obviously, we talked about how he left a lot of points on his bench. He left Gollum. You know, Jackson left a lot of points on his bench as well, but I think part of it is Jackson's team is so loaded, he's going to run into those issues. My 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 thing is, I think Russell Wilson is going to have games like this. Russell Wilson's had a 50-point game, a 30-point game. He's been great this year. He's been great. And then, but I think when they play, when the Seahawks actually play well, so they played against the Cardinals last week against... And, and week four against Daniel, he had 14.5 points. So I, the question is, do you think the Seahawks will consistently need Russell Wilson to just be Superman, like Cam Newton used to be for the Panthers? Or do you think that 
they eventually write the ship and Chris Carson can carry the load more so. And I don't know. I think, I think that's inflating Jackson's team just enough to give me doubt on any, any given week he can be beaten more so than I feel like, do you, okay, let me, let me put it this way. Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson. If we're going to start talking, talking about the top tier quarterbacks, Mahomes for sure. Right. And I feel like the consistency, the, the floor is there for Mahomes. He's not going to have a, a low teens game like that. Yeah. And I think Russell Wilson can. I think that's that's where you can beat him. And I'm making well, a case against Russell Wilson. So I, obviously, I think Jackson's going to be a great team all year. Um, where I think Joey's team, I think he's got just. We talked about his receivers. He has three top ten receivers. He's got Saquon and McCaffrey. Yeah, he's he's weaker with Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan's still a QB one yeah. or a top twelve QB. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Joey's. I think Joey has climbed and Lewis has climbed um, or, or maintained that. And I think Jackson slipped just a little bit. That's, my, that's, that's where I'm splitting the hairs. I think yeah. Jackson slipped just a tad from what, where what he started. What does Jackson have to do to get in your top two? He hasn't been there all year. Yeah, I know. Um, so we, I, think- I don't value points, points for um, huh, in a wow. specific week. You heard week. it here first. <laughs> I, don't value, <laughs> I don't value points for in a specific week as much. I, I value consistency more. And yeah. Jackson's been Jackson's been great. Ja- I'm not. He's been consistently look, at the top. He's been he's the, the most, most consistent, consistent team. team. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. And Jackson hasn't had a bad week. I just feel like, I just feel like there's been. I mean, he, I don't know. I feel like the 190s are a little bit so, of a mirage compared to, compared to seniors team. I feel like he's more likely to hit those numbers more often. I don't know. And and I think Lewis has a great team. I you could talk me into Jackson over Lewis. Um, I just think Lewis has been great in this last week. Lewis was great. Uh, and Jackson slipped a little, that's all it was. Yeah. I think the, I don't, I'm not sure I follow the Russell Wilson argument here because we're comparing Russell Wilson versus Mahomes. Mm-hmm. The, the comparison needs to be Russell Wilson versus the rest of everybody in the tier. Sure. Which is, um, Joey's quarterback and, um, Lewis's quarterback. Lewis has great quarterback play between Watson and, um, Dak Prescott. Um, but I think, I mean, we're, you're talking about the next tier. Nobody's in the Mahomes tier. Wilson, I think part of it is that offense has evolved for the Seahawks. Um, yeah. I think I side on that. Um, they've consistently been a running team. Russell Wilson, he's just an amazing quarterback. I think we can all agree on yep. that. I, I would probably take him top five. Um, it is a shock to see him doing what he's doing. Yeah, uh, but I don't think it's. I don't think anybody. I don't think it's that something that's not sustainable either. It's, to again, your point. It, it's not that he can't do it. Obviously, he can. My my point is the Chiefs run through Mahomes. The Seahawks don't necessarily want to run through Wilson. In my opinion, I think he's a huge component. I think they want to run the ball fifty times. You know, and that again, if they if the right game script presents itself, I could see Russell Wilson taking a huge hit, and that's a huge chunk of his big games with, yeah. with Jackson. That's my only argument. Splitting hairs, Jackson could be easily top two. I still have senior above him. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. So let's move into the next tier here. Let's do it. Um, previously, we've said this tier has been, uh, last week it was myself, Ryan, Mike Staffel, and then Stewart. Um, our rankings actually show um, a movement um, of those players. Mike Staffel moved up. He's number five. Um, he's one of the big, big discrepancies. Y'all have them both at five. I have them at seven. So we can come back to that. 
Um, I'm number six. We all have myself at number six. I think we agree. I'm just in the middle. Just average. Just average. Middle of the road. Just barely above average. Just like your picks of the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ryan, uh, this is also a big one. I have Ryan at number five. He's number seven cumulative. Um, you have him, Stuart, at seven. Jonathan, you have him at eight. Mm-hmm. And then Stuart, with this tier... Um, we both have, I have him at eight. Stuart, you have yourself at eight. Jonathan, you have him at nine. You actually have Mike at seven. I do. So are you changing tiers here? Do you think the tier has changed or we've kind of been talking about there's been four, four, and four. Obviously your rankings this week show otherwise. I think there's a three team tier at the bottom. Okay. So That's you're adding Mike to that tier. So yep. it's interesting because Stuart has Mike at 10 and I have Mike at nine. So I would, I might not disagree because he's the next player on my list. Stewart says otherwise he has Preston so I think it starts to become cluttered here a little bit as far as yeah. tiers um, but let's start with Mike Mike's the big mover of the week he moves up two spots to number five y'all have him at five I have him at seven um, I have Ryan basically the swap for me versus y'all is I have Ryan at five and uh, Mike at seven um, I really like Ryan's team I've been I feel like I've been pushing the Ryan bandwagon Ryan was originally number eight in the power rankings. He continues to move up. I've always been the highest on Ryan. Um, at the in the original one, um, I was the highest, and so I thought it was higher than I was. But um, I continue to believe in Ryan's team. He of this group we're talking about, he scored the most points on the year. Um, I think he's had some bad breaks. If you look at this past week, um, I know we talked about um, him potentially winning if he starts somebody if he starts Edelman over Ag- Aguilar assuming Joey keeps his same roster in there. Uh, maybe that's a win. Ryan had quite a few points on the week. I think he was top four, top five on, on points scored on yeah, the week. Yeah. He's had some bad breaks. I think his record uh, isn't uh, indicative of his team, um, and I think he's got some firepower too. Um, versus Mike, I feel like Mike's team has underperformed a little bit, and so maybe that's the difference that we're talking about here um, between y'all. Um, but why do y'all like specifically – uh mike staffel over ryan i i'll speak uh i'll speak well about ryan's team and then poorly about it so i agree with you ryan's team's underperformed and that's the the good news is he's got zeke Devonte adams cooper cup's been amazing this yep. year yeah unbelievable pick that is that might be one of the we'll have to go back and do an episode on yeah, and review the draft and and look at steals of the draft that's got to be up there ingram's been solid Again, this goes back to quarterback play. Uh, you know, Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, who's he starting? He he ran Daniel Jones out there because Josh Allen drew the Patriots. It was a wise move, but Daniel Jones in a plus matchup against the Redskins put up 12.8 points. And obviously that's his projected was 20.7, and he couldn't even hit that against the terrible Redskins. The Redskins might be the worst team in the league. It's between them and the Bengals. Um, or the Dolphins. Or the Dolphins. I didn't even bring them up. You know, all three of those teams. It's kind of like it's kind of like our our three team tier at the bottom. They're all pretty bad. Um, they've underperformed. Devontae Adams isn't dealing with an injury. We're going to talk about that uh, in a later episode with Doctor Searles about her, about turf toe, what that means, and the effects it can have on the season. Um, you know, I I think I think at a certain point, um, you know, if we're going to ding people for managing their teams. You know, Ryan's had some bad luck for sure. And I just think he's also, you know, made some mistakes with the Edelman. And that's tough, right? Because there's the Thursday night game with the Eagles. And I understand, I actually saw why he started Aguilar. That made sense to me. He should have gotten 
some catches, not zero. That's unbelievable um, against the Packers. And, uh, and then that would have changed his outcome. That probably would have changed my ranking of him completely. And then Mike, Mike's just, I think Mike's finally starting to, of course, this is going to change now that Melvin Gordon's back, but Mike's starting to find his, his lineup. And I think for one week he, he looked good. Um, he looked solid all the way around. He had the right quarterback in, uh, his running backs performed amazingly. And, you know, Cooper's been solid and underperformed that week. So I, th- I think Mike is right about where he's – this might be Mike's ceiling at number five because um, I don't see him breaking into that top tier with his team currently, especially with Eckler losing value with Gordon coming back. So similar to where I, th- I thought I could see moving Joey back this week, which I didn't because he ended up winning without Saquon, I could see Mike moving down, taking a step back next week. Um, and Ryan, Ryan's one of those that I've, I've been thinking Ryan would move up all year, and he keeps not winning games. Yeah, and yeah. that's ultimately what it is for me. Yeah, I think I would pretty much echo everything that you said. I've, I've always just been a fan of, you know, I'm not a fan of Mike personally as a person, <laughs> but uh, just kidding. Uh, as Mike the, Tomlin. Yeah, right. <laughs> but his team, um, I mean, he... He has been, uh, his running back core um, has just been super impressive. And and that's with trading his keeper, Todd Gurley, right? So uh, I just like, you know, whenever you've got running backs like Mike has, uh, it's that's always a safe bet in my book. So yep. even when they, even when they ha- struggle from week to week and they're not always putting up huge numbers, um, I do think the Melvin Gordon situation really could change a whole lot for... Mm-hmm. Um, for Mike's team, because um, obviously none of us really know what that what that timeshare is going to look like, and um, if uh, obviously I know Eckler's numbers uh, will go down, he'll still but, have value. Yeah, but but, just but not at think, what he's been. I mean, Gordon coming in basically off the streets. I mean, he's been training, but isn't really technically in football shape. He could easily pull a hamstring. He could do something, and Eckler still retains his his value. So. Um, it's not, we don't, we don't need necessarily need to write Eckler off yet. And to David's point, he should have standalone value, even with Gordon there. Yeah. And I like Ryan's team. Um, I think obviously you've already, y'all have already hit on that, but just his, uh, I think he needs to consider making a trade for, uh, uh, there's a lot of teams who have two really good, uh, quarterbacks. I know I, him and his father have been in trade talks on a quarterback. Yeah. So that yeah. happens. I'm surprised think that hasn't happened already. I Seriously. Um, so I don't know if y'all have seen these final standings projection on the actual app. It's kind of a cool little wrinkle they've added this year. Yeah, no, I don't look at it. I, I and I don't really count much, uh, count yeah, it's much like for a, nothing it's like a except draft for grade. this, but has, uh, Ryan finishing fifth. So, um, <laughs> it, has, it actually has, uh, Oh, I see where David got his power rankings yeah, exactly. from. Yeah. Mike Staffel six. <laughs> yeah, I, it has me lower uh, than I have myself. Well, um, so. it just, has me like having moved back to like the very end. I think I'm sure you, it has you at 10. Yeah. I'm sure you'll, uh, so, you'll so use your dumb. league manager tools anyway, to edit those. One of the other, while we're, already moved it. <laughs> before we move on past Ryan, Jonathan, you have Mike Searles ahead of Ryan. I do. I do, and part of this was he he got half a victory this year, this week. I thought I thought he stole one against you. Stolen uh, with the fourth lowest score, yes. Yes, I thought he stole one. Um, you know, I, obviously he's left some points on his bench. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 
Hey, I just want to say, I know this is a distraction, but we're in a new room tonight, and uh, Jonathan is in this gigantic plush leather chair um, that is uh, like a, a king's throne. Yes. And he put us on these hard, the iron th- the, these hard stools yeah, a, that we've been sitting on for two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, to the leather throne. Um, no, I think this is this is probably just showing, uh, showing Dad a little love here, and I think he's... this. This is definitely a ceiling. I don't know unless unless something changes uh, with Tyreek Hill maybe missing the year and Sammy uh, Sammy Watkins is about to take a huge hit because I think Hill's coming back. Uh, there's rumors about uh, Emmanuel Sanders getting traded. Uh, I think I still think Aaron Jones is a really really good running back and should have been taken by Stewart, but he still disagrees with that. Aaron Jones has been bad on yards per carry. I know that doesn't necessarily translate well, into fantasy points. He's the 11th ranked running back in our. Rankings. No, I know that that's a touchdown. That's because of touchdowns. Obviously, exactly, that's part yeah. of the offense. That yeah. was my hope with Sony Michelle. Um, yep, just hasn't happened for me. Um, well, Lafleur Lafleur wants to run the ball, right? For whatever that means. No, but, he's you know, definitely one of his best players. Yeah, um, and I don't know if he can. If my dad can get a little savvy and figure out a trade himself, he's got Brady on his bench. Mm-hmm. He's got room to grow, but I also think he's got a lot of potential to fall with some of his guys probably losing value in the next week or two. Um, so again, this is this is his height. Uh, part of this is is Ryan dropping. It's not so much, and and Stewart dropping too. We'll get yeah, into that a yeah. little later. But yeah, you uh, have him above Stewart as well. Yep. Get off my property. <laughs> oh wait, where you're you're out. Yes. I'll... So as far as the final the final group here, Preston, Daniel, Jonathan. Um, honestly, not much movement. Um, honestly, these teams all stink. Um, Daniel. <laughs> I don't know if we did y'all factor in Daniel's moves into this ranking. No. Kind of. Okay. I still so yeah, you had probably you had Daniel twelve last week and you moved him up to ten. So. Probably yes. <laughs> probably yes. After another loss, let's yes. move him up ten. Well that doesn't matter to you in Two. your books. Wins <laughs> no. and losses. <laughs> no. Because all of a sudden Lewis's win means so much more than seniors win over you, but Right. Or over Jackson. Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> so so you did not factor Daniel's move. So you think Daniel's going to be moving up, staying in this tier? You know. Is he going to make the playoffs? No. No. Okay. Not a chance. He's 0-4. He's got some work to do. Yeah. I mean, unless he, you know, started from the bottom. So of this group, Mike, Preston, Daniel, Jonathan, who is most likely of the last four to make the playoffs? That'd be uh, me. I would say Jonathan. Yeah, that'd be yeah. me. It's coming. It's starting this week. Sorry, Ryan. You might be moving down. Who again. would you say, David? Well, my rankings would say Mike Searles. Um, I think Daniel. I mean, if Daniel, I don't know. I, I think Daniel. If he wasn't on four, I'd say him. But he is, so I think Jonathan would probably be the best bet by uh, default. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, kind of yeah. So, uh, uh, and you know what? You could have just said. Honestly, you could just say this is probably the the final four in the in the losers bracket. I mean, that could be very much. It could stay this way all year. It's been the bottom four for every single yeah week of our power rankings. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see like if we one, can. Once uh, a loser, always a loser. We'll see if we say. can. <laughs> that's that's what Grandpappy said. <laughs> that's what Grandpappy used to what say. Oh, Grandpappy said. Okay. Well, those were the power rankings. Um, if you've got other thoughts or if you want to send in your power rankings, maybe we can put together 
a league consensus power rankings. Um, We've been overwhelmed with emails. Yeah, lately, so slow I, it down I'm still a bit. sorting through all the emails that have come in. So once I sort them, sort through them all, we'll we'll do an email segment. Um, but with that, let's move into picks of the week. All right. So looks like we've got uh, what I probably would have done as my triple play to start, but because I did this, because I picked against Stewart last week, I didn't feel like doing it again. But we've got Jackson versus Stewart. And full disclosure, and this is just the nature of the beast on when we're available to record. We're recording this on Friday night, so we have uh, a little looky-loo into the L.A. Rams, Seattle Seahawks. It's not good for one of them. Outcome, yep. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) Well, so... I if I mean if I had to uh if I had to pick one, I guess I'm gonna lean towards Jackson just because there's already a forty point uh there's already a forty point lead going on over here. Nearly a forty point lead. And if I had to predict, I'd say Russell Wilson maybe scores, I don't know, about thirty nine point one points, hangs out on Stewart. As I as my bad Russell Wilson take doesn't Gosh, age well. I know. I, I didn't even feel like I could comment when you were talking about the Seahawks because I'm still in this fit of rage after watching the Thursday night game last night. And every time Russell Wilson was throwing that <laughs> dumb football, I was so mad. And then when he threw it to Disley, it was like, oh, well, this is this is awesome. But keep throwing it to all of the players. Um, and then on, on the yeah, other throw side, to Robert Woods. Yes. He had a touchdown <laughs> taken away. Thank goodness. Or it would have been worse than it is. Oh gosh. That was the right call. I was mad that it, that it happened that way because I have golf and I was really, that would have been a big play for me. And instead we just kept on a Cooper cup, but I digress. Um, no, I think, uh, I think, I think this will be closer than what's currently projected right now. It's 165.2 uh, for Jackson to 131.9 after the Thursday night game with a 69% uh, win probability towards Jackson. So I'm going to take that, uh, those odds, and I'm going to go with, with Jackson. But I think I think Stewart makes it interesting. I think Tyler Boyd's going to have a big week. I think George Kittle's going to have a big Monday night. Um, and I think Lamar Jackson writes the ship against the Steelers. So I think he's going to have a good week. But it'll be all for naught. All for naught. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I, if you see who's on my bench right now, it is uh, one Juju Smith-Schuster. Ooh. So oh, you're learning. I'm, I'm still, star has fallen. I'm still up the in the Steelers air about are gonna that. Steelers are going to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm still up in the air about that one, whether I'm going to start Boyd or start uh, Juju. But um, I, I like the Boyd start. If I'm, if I'm giving fantasy advice, which you should take from the 12th place team, yeah. Uh, I like That's I like Daniel actually. Okay. Well, I don't know. We're all okay. tied for twelfth at okay. the bottom. You like that? You like that move, huh? Yeah. I I, I think um, so. John Ross went on to the IR today. Did you see that? Yeah. So who are they going to throw it to? Tyler Eifert? No, because I had him last week. They didn't throw him the freaking ball one time. Yeah. He was terrible. That's, um, that's why I put Boyd in because I thought you know. And it's Arizona. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be a shootout. I think yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a high scoring game. Yep. I think Mixon's going to score some touchdowns. Which yeah. is not good for you. Oh, that's... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Jackson's... This is my uh, triple play of the week. Um, Hold on. Wait, what is it? My triple play. Triple play. <laughs> yeah. I think Mixon's going to have a lot of scoring opportunities in this. 
DeAndre Hopkins has been bad this year by his standards. I think he's due for a bounce back game here. Great, great. And then Dalvin Cook plays the Giants. I like that matchup as well for yeah for him. So that's the reasons that lead me to uh, to triple play against and and also because it's against Stewart. Yeah, well, you know mainly. this is this is something that I <laughs> mocked David three weeks ago and then I mocked Jonathan last week. For, uh, for, for two, no, for, you did not. For picking against yourself, yes, you did not mock me though. You were you were going. You were to. agreeing. Oh, you like actually that. said that that was a wise move, but you were you thought about it. But yeah. I, yes, but the thing that I do, that I thought that I would never do is pick against myself. <laughs> but today <laughs> is a new day, and having a Thursday night game under my belt, you're going to go one and four to start the year. Unbelievable. I think I don't. I don't know. I mean, there's obviously a way. What did Lamar you... Jackson scored 50 points a couple of weeks ago. What did so. you start when you won your first championship? Wasn't that the one you were six and seven when you won your first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. What did you? What was your record? To because I know we talked about this on the Origins podcast, but we uh, we didn't know it, the exact. You were like three and seven. Yeah, I won. Because uh, you won seven or eight in a row. Yeah, because you won four to get in, three to get in. You didn't lose after that. Whatever trade you made, do you remember? Do you remember you like doubled down on a trade? And I can't remember who it was. You were, I, I think remember. you were three and seven. You won three to get in, um, to and go six three, and seven, and then, three and to then win. yeah, three, another three to win. And you yeah. had to beat senior twice, who was number one. Yeah, that I kind of feel like um, the uh, scheduling gods uh, have really messed me up. <laughs> You cashed like in the, all your luck no, no, in no. that championship. The fact that I have to play, I feel Cupid like it's the Senior division gods and not the Jackson twice, and I'm playing Jackson twice in five weeks, <laughs> and he is uh, the most scored the most of anyone on on in our entire league. I don't feel like it's fair. I feel like there's <laughs> something that you guys did, and it's not funny, and I don't like it. Laugh it up. That's that's the biggest argument for why. You're that you can move up in the power rankings. You've played a very tough schedule to start, so that's right. I feel like the freaking Aggies, you know. <laughs> Except a no little comment bit, there. A little bit better than the Aggies because I've got two rings. There you go. That was Boom. kind of a backhanded compliment. The Aggies to have your won. Aggies. Yeah. They have won. Yeah, nineteen thirty-nine. Yeah. There you go. There it is. Boom. The house that Johnny built. That's right. All right. Okay, we're not talking about college. Let's move on to so Mike I'll, and Mike in the morning. Yeah, I have myself losing. Just uh, clarifying. Mike and Mike in the morning. So this is uh, a good matchup. Um, obviously, there is a, it's favored <laughs> heavily towards one Mike in particular. Um, for some of the reasons we just talked about, I think uh, Mike's team is just solid, even with the, the question of Eckler um, and uh, Gordon coming back this week. But I have Mike uh, in a landslide victory this ladies and gentlemen is actually my triple play triple play uh i don't think it's going to be close uh not necessarily that i'm down on the old timer even though uh, i've been accused of that multiple times um i just <laughs> by you <laughs> by you oh, okay um i think it's going to be a landslide <laughs> i think it's interesting that he put uh kyler murray in i think that um i honestly i know he's he's missed uh his quarterback placements a few different times but i think this is going to be a good a good like you just mentioned a little earlier with the cardinals and the 
Bengals being a shootout, I think uh, Murray could have a big game. So I think that's a good move, starting him. Um, Brady, I think, I don't have the projections in front of me, but I think Brady is projected a little bit higher than Rodgers this week. But um, I have a feeling old-timer is going to be sticking with his first-round draft pick and keeping hmm. A.A. Ron in that number one spot. Um, so, again, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of old timers team. Uh, that's part of the. That's part of the <laughs> issue. Um, not that I, not that I don't want him to do more well, of a fan but, than Jonathan's team. Yeah, that's true. That so, true. Um, triple play, Mike. What do you guys say? Triple play, Mike. This is also my triple play. Triple play. And just to be clear, we're both triple playing Staffle to win. This is also my triple play. Yeah. What? Triple play. Just kidding. I don't get two. Yeah. Triple play. <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. there's so many triple plays just flying around. No, you're right. Everything you said's right. Uh, Chris Carson's off to a hot start. I didn't even know. I haven't clicked on his ranking. Do you know what what he's ranked? He so, hadn't had. He's had some bad games. Okay. Yeah. He's ranked. He's had fumbling issues. And with those bad games, what do you think he's ranked? Uh, he's probably nine to fifteen. Somewhere in there. He's, he's 17. Okay. Before this week, but this week he's already got 24.5 points. So he'll, I assume he'll be moving up. I don't think top two. I don't think the top 16 are all going to score that much. So, uh, yeah, uh, you're right. I think that he's got some, I think Staffel's got some potential for some really big blow up, uh, blow up games. And I think you like, uh, you like Murray in that spot over Rivers? Yeah. I think the Cincinnati game is going to be a high scoring one. Now, watch it not be but i just think that he's gonna between murray and david johnson he should get the points that whatever some one of them's gonna score a bunch of touchdowns yeah if not both um he's got uh my dad's got jimmy graham in finally so he is rolling out the packers um he's changed his strategy i guess he's not the biggest cowboys he's not the biggest cowboys fan i think Mm. this is a uh I think that's a, a mistake. A slight at the Yeah, I agree. And uh I just the Packers have always played the Cowboys well. But yeah, I think the Cowboys are gonna win this one. Um so yeah, I don't think this is gonna be that close. That's why I triple played it. David? I yeah, it's uh Staffel. That's all I've got to say. Y'all covered okay, it. Okay, great. All right, moving Thanks on to that. the next matchup. We've got Jonathan and going against um, the other one in three team, uh, Ryan and my ball, Zach Ertz. Y'all just keep giving me that matchup. <laughs> um, you really need to have that. Ev- look eventually, Stuart will have to say that. We'll have to say that, and then we'll yeah, we gotta get this, and then we'll out save here. that as a soundbite and a drop. Yes, yeah. please. So <laughs> we already know since this is a Friday afternoon recording. Um, Cooper Cups scored twenty five points. Uh, Jared Goff throwing it to him scored twenty two. Mm. Um, and so projected score, this is actually a close one, 139 for Ryan to 136 for Jonathan. Um, if you look at, if you read Matthew Berry's uh, love hate list, he actually has uh, Josh Jacobs on the hate list this week. Um, he's kind of been, I know he was dealing with, uh, I think, an illness at some point this year. He's kind of been hit and miss, I think. Um, either way, he goes against Chicago this week. Um, so I think it's probably going to be a, a poor outing for him. Ezekiel Elliott going against Green Bay. Green Bay, prior to last week, had been pretty good on the year. Um, and so if they can contain him. Daniel Jones came back to earth last week, guys. Had a great first start. I think last week he had one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, he gets Minnesota here. Tough, tough defense. 
Um, and so I think Ryan's got some tough matchups, whereas you look at Jonathan, um, you got Marlon Mack going against the Chiefs. I think that he's going to have plenty of opportunities coming from behind trying to score. And Marlon Mack's been pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Lev Bell for the Jets going against Philadelphia. Um, this is your first time to have Bell uh, playing for you. Yeah, last week he was on bye, so this is my first time rolling him out there. I don't like the matchup, but right. it's it's guaranteed workload. It, it They don't know if um, Darnold's playing or not, and e- I don't, either I think way. he's out. Actually. Did they rule it? They ruled it out okay. because of his uh, spleen, I think. The spleen was still enlarged. So it was close is what, Gross. I, what I heard. Gross. Um, Josh Gordon, Hollywood Brown, Eric Ebron, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. I love Frank Gore. Um, he's infinite. <laughs> he's infinite. He is all. Um, he, uh, you know, he's I think 47. he's going to be be consistent. I think this is going to be a close matchup, and I've got Jonathan winning this. It's actually Al Gore that's in there. Ah, not wow. Frank Gore. He invented the internet. No, yes. um, I I have one thing to gripe on. Just, just this is just me complaining because whatever I can. But Jared Goff should have had about nine more points. If you look at the interception, that wasn't his fault. It went right off Gerald Everett's hands, and that was an amazing pick. It was one of the best picks you could you could see. If you haven't seen it, you need to go YouTube it. Uh, it was one that was originally ruled down, and upon review. Uh, luckily, the Seahawks had a review. It was a, it was perfect. The guy kept the ball off the ground the entire time, um, and in fact, they kind of they lost yards off of it because it should have been a, a live play. Uh, but then also the Robert Woods uh, touchdown, um, and then there was also a Gerald Everett uh, play where they threw it. He threw the ball to him, and he like got tackled at the one. It was very Calvin Johnson esque, and then Gurley ran it in. So um, all that yes. happened, and then Cooper Cup just. Cooper Cup just dominated, so that 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 couldn't have played out worse for me in that regard. Um, but I'm not going to complain. 22 points is a fine fantasy outing. I I I, w- I chose myself. I'm picking myself to win. Um, it all depends on uh, I think Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is the wild card here. If he and the reason I say that is if Ryan makes a move, uh, it and moves on from Daniel Jones this week and has anyone else in there, I think he wins. But I think Daniel Jones costs him a, costs him a win this week if he starts him. I think it costs him a week this win. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I have uh, Jonathan with the upset uh, as well. And so... The um, upset? We're why, both one and three. Why is it an upset? Yeah. I, I'm talking about just off of projected... Point scored, your mm. projected lower. So, um, <laughs> and you're uh, in that bottom tier. So yeah. Okay. So, based what, off power rankings. And that's all the you had to say. Based score. off power rankings. And the projected okay. score. So, a three point difference. Yeah. Uh, Considered upset. You are the underdog, are you not? Huge underdog. Yeah. Well, huge <laughs> little underdog is an underdog. Um, I, I do have a question as you were watching the game. Yes. Um, Similar to me, probably in, mm-hmm. in some ways, uh, but just the other the other side of the ball. Um, are you just sitting there being like, throw it to anybody but Cooper Cup? Yes, it's throw weird. Throw it to anybody. It's such a weird. Katie came in and she was working out or whatever. She she sits down. She's wondering why like, I'm just kind of upset, but also kind of happy because golf's doing well, but everything's going to Cup. Yeah. So it's actually negative ramification for me on my matchup. 
And so, yeah, I was... Then Cooks goes out. Cooks get a, yes, gets a concussion. I, yes. There goes another weapon. Gerald Everett, all he wants to do is turn the ball over because he almost fumbled it. And I, I don't know. I was pretty frustrated, but also happy with how Goff was looking. Yeah. And had I not been playing Ryan this week, I'd have been happy with all of it. So that's funny. Yeah. Matchup dependent. Like, it, it was so weird to root against him completing those passes, but yeah. also... How yeah. many yards did Cup have on that last drive, if you had to guess? Oh. I didn't watch the full game. I watched the last drive where Chris Carson, they just had to get a first down. They call that kind of uh, that um, uh, option play with yep. Russell Wilson, and they don't get the first down to end the game after this big interception. Um, and then they get the ball back. After that possession, it felt like every single throw was going to Cooper Cup. It felt like he had at least 30 yards. I think he got 30 because he was, was at 80. 30? He was at 80 something. So, he ended up with 117. So the big part of that was he got the three point bonus for going yep. over 100. Yep. And so from your perspective, that hurt a lot. He did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I like. Uh, I mean, I, we've talked about this previously. I like Ryan's team, but. Um, and I, I'm not a huge fan of Jonathan's team. But I do like. Um, even though I'm, I've been low on Bell, um, I do think that Bell is gonna help his team. So um, this is just a tough matchup with Philly. Yeah, they're, they're good against the run, but I'm glad I have someone that has guaranteed work. Yeah, along so, with Mac, I think yep. it'll be close. But I, I got Jonathan. Cool, cool. All right. Well, so we had the battle of the Mikes. Let's move on to the battle of the Davids. The battle of the Davids is gonna be a a, a close one. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I feel like you start every <laughs> This is going to be good, and then you look at it and go, but it's not projected you to know, be. It's, I'm surprised uh, this isn't your triple play. A triple play. No. <laughs> I, I think that Melvin P.S. Gordon... Yes, the win probability on Ryan, Ryan and I's matchup was 51% to Ryan. Just a heads up. Yeah, you're the underdog. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. Okay. <laughs> Um, what is the win probability for so David versus we've David? We've got senior at fifty six percent. Yeah, it's close, closer than the experts think. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, Cupid Senior is going to win, uh, but I think David will give him a run for his money. And I do think a lot of this uh, matchup, I think, will depend on what Melvin Gordon does. I do think find it interesting that uh, David has. Uh, DC two has uh, Allen Robinson. Uh, is this the first time you've started him? No. Uh, I started him in the first game of the season. Oh, you did. I think he got sixteen he's, points. He's better with Chase Daniel. He's actually an upgrade, in my opinion. But you're sitting Chubb, which is a surprise after forty five points the Chubb's- week before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, that you know. <laughs> It's it's way IR. past my bedtime. I are he's ha- irreplaceable. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of commentary on it. Cupid Express is a, a powerful team. It'll take a lot for David to win, but I think that there is a chance for a senior to win, right? Yeah. yeah. You want to go next? David or David? You pick him. He picking. You picking yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm picking my dad. Um, I I think it'll be closer than the projections. Um, yeah, that's what I said. I don't like Delaney Walker. Um, I think that's the difference. If I had Waller, I would actually feel pretty good, but that's the price I pay. Um, I was most likely probably going to lose this matchup anyway. So, yeah, I got senior, and it's uh, 
It's not going to be close. Oh, it's the wow. the experts are further, wrong. Further than the experts. Yeah, think. the experts are wrong. This should be a seventy percent win probability. Well, um, what what does he win by? Mahomes, I think, is going to put up forty against the Colts. I I actually think the Colts defense is good. I just think Mahomes in prime time is going to be just unbelievable. You got Kamara. <laughs> You got Kamara and the Saints versus the Buccaneers. You saw what they gave up to the Rams. I think that's gonna. I mean, if you give his two best players plus matchups, I think you, I think you're in trouble. I was gonna ask you about the Bears real quick. Is that game in London? It doesn't show. The time doesn't look like it because it looks like a noon start. But I thought that game was in London. Oh, that's a good question. The Bears and Raiders. Is Just, that this week or next? Maybe I'm wrong on that. I, I, maybe it is next week. I just could have sworn there was a London game coming up. Maybe it is next week. Because crazy, I don't know, weird things go, happen in London. Week, but I may be wrong. Uh, but yeah, senior. Senior and it's not close. It's not close. What What is not close? Uh, 30. 30? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm just making bold you statements. You hate David. Well, I think or you love David. I think this is a good uh, test. Way? I think I think David is the median. He is the middle of the league. He's number six, and then we've got Senior, who's top of the league. And I think he's generally thirty points better than half the league. So okay. that's that's how I came up with that scientific number. All right. Well, let's move on to the old Mick Barkley's versus Tank and the Crew. I don't know what Tank and the Crew means. Tank and the Crew. I don't know. Apparently, the experts have this at a 51% win probability after the Thursday night games for Mick Barkley. So this is apparently supposed to be a close one, 142.6 to 141.6. It's a one-point difference. Um, and part of that is the old Rashad Penny factor. He's uh, he's being started again. Um, and part of that, you know, Joey's got some teams on by. He's got uh, or some players on by, Kenny Galladay. Uh, who is the number nine receiver, I think. So obviously he'll drop. Uh, Barkley injured. Um, I think those are some two two of his key players. Clayton Gathers is out, so that's that should change things once he puts a startable player in there. But um, I believe I believe I had Preston with the upset on this one. Is that correct? You can change your pick. No, you have Joey. I do have Joey. I I did change one of them earlier, and I may have. It was this one. Was this one? Yeah. I had Preston as the upset. I'm going. I'm going back to Joey. Um, this is a this is a coin toss. I'm taking Joey just because the record says four and zero versus one and three, and that's my that's my rationale. What do y'all think? I I do think it's uh, interesting that. Um, Joey is going back to playing both of his pass catchers and um, uh, Jameis is on the other side. So it'll be interesting. That's a matchup against New Orleans. New Orleans has been, at least last week, against the Cowboys. They were a good defense. I think they're going to try and slow down the game a little bit, um, run the ball with Kamara, kind of grind it out, keep Teddy Bridgewater from throwing it. At least that's kind of been their MO since he's been in. So I don't know if there's a lot of points there. You combine that with the fact that you have T.Y. Hilton against Kansas City. They're going to be coming from behind, throwing the ball. And then you have Keenan Allen against Denver, who hasn't been good this year. They just lost Bradley Chubb, unfortunately for me. Um, I think he's going to continue to do what he's been doing. Um, and then Cortland Sutton, he's been one of the, the uh, pleasant surprises on the year. I think he's a top 15 receiver on the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so for all those reasons, I think it's going to be close. But I'm going to pick Preston to win this one. Okay. 
I thought I was going out on a limb and picking Preston to win this one, but then I found out David was picking Preston too. So, um, yeah, I thought I was going to go chalk too with Joey, yeah. and then found out both of y'all. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll take a chance to Preston. And found out both of y'all were picking Preston. So I said, no, I'll go back to chalk. I'll take the safe pick. So, um, I think uh, I think Preston's just going to have a big game. Um, I think with some of his new found players, Jameis Winston, um, Philip Lindsay, I think that uh, putting Sutton in last week he didn't have Sutton uh, in the game, and Sutton had. I think it's his first start. Twenty-one point two. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I would call this one an upset too, obviously from the record standpoint. Um, but I think that, uh, I think Preston's got a good chance here. So I'm going to go with him. Yeah. All the experts say start all your Broncos. So yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what my grandpappy used to say. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that would be. I always think of the Smurfs when I hear grandpappy. (laughs) Oh, grandpappy. (laughs) I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs. What? <laughs> really? Was that cutting edge when you were a kid? Bunch of, <laughs> You're wearing a smurf, uh, shirt that looks like a Smurf right now. There was a bunch of uh, because they weren't white Smurf men uh, and one one girl Smurfette. Yeah. What What was happening <laughs> there? <laughs> what, what was, was going the, on there? What was that about? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> weird, weird stuff. Yep. Speaking okay, of weird. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of weird, weird, Big Poppy and Saved by Breezes. Saved by Breezes. Daniel, brand new team this week, brand new name. Um, you look at his lineup, He uh, he's starting all of them. He's got Darren Waller, and he's got Diggs, and he's got Henry, and he's actually going to play Gallman this week. <laughs> Bruce Wayne Gallman. <laughs> and so um, I think Julio is going to do what Julio does. Stephon Diggs, we'll see if that's a bounce-back game. Baker's in primetime here, Monday night, uh, Cleveland going against San Francisco. I think he's going to have a good game. Um, I think this matchup is really going to depend on that matchup specifically. Is Mayfield throwing the ball or is Chubb running it in? Um, I'm hoping he's throwing the ball to Odell after his terrible week last week. Um, but you look at he start. Lewis has uh, Dak right now going against Green Bay. Um, Carson Wentz did some work last week on them. Maybe Dak does this week. Um, it looks, it's looking like Michael Gallup might play. So that, that'll be a plus for Dak if that's the case. Um, I think this is going to be a close matchup. Um, but I like Daniel to win. Yeah, I too like Daniel. I've got Daniel beating Lewis, which is a huge upset because I've got, I believe Lewis at three and Daniel at 10, I believe in our rankings, nine or 10. Uh, personally. Um, and I think, yeah, part of that was, I think Daniel being 0 and 4 had to make a bunch of moves. We'll see if the moves pay, pay off. Diggs is an interesting thing going on right now. I don't know if he's even going to play this Sunday. There's been talks about him. He skipped practice. So that's interesting. I tried to trade for Ronald Jones. I think he's interesting. Uh, he would not relent. So, uh, I think Daniel's got some, some players, on the rise, Derrick Henry uh, might do well against Buffalo. I heard some stats about Buffalo's run defense not being that great because they're actually really great against the pass. So we'll he'll test that this this weekend. But uh, 
Yeah, there's. I wouldn't be shocked if Lewis won either. This is a 51% win probability in Lewis's favor. Um, projected currently 145.2 to 144.5. So it's a really, really, it's essentially a coin toss. 4 and 0 versus 0 and 4. <laughs> not a coin toss. Not going to be close. Not going to work. Not going to work here anymore. <laughs> I like it when you call me Big Poppy. So, um, <laughs> Big Poppy is going to dominate. Uh, and then you guys will look back on our power ranking conversation and be like, man, Stuart was right again. Uh, this is a Stuart guarantee that Big Poppy. Is going to win. Ironclad, no doubt about it. Guarantee, Stewart, guarantee. Really going out on a limb there. Four and zero versus zero and four. Guarantee that the team that has not won a game is going to continue to lose. I'm uh, no, I'm guaranteeing that Big Poppy's going to win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you pick? Who did you pick? I picked the. We'll I picked pick, the upset. Yeah, okay. We'll pick the I upset. picked the upset. Yeah. Silly. Yeah, silly boys. I guess we'll never learn. No water bets on this podcast, though, right? Uh, I'll I'll water bet you anything you want, right here, right now. <laughs> We've already got the Pittsburgh one. What else do you want to water oh, bet? Oh gosh, I don't know. What's, who, who's O'Shaughnessy playing this week? Uh, he's uh, out of sight, out of mind. That guy's gone. That guy was a loser. I used him, used him, and lost him, lost him. <laughs> Well, with that sound, you know what that means, boys and girls. See you guys next week.